All right, so if we're taking our business account, the render events, which is my business, we are gonna go to edit profile and in the name, this is a great SEO place to put what do you do, not just your business name. So for example, I have specialty event rentals and then I have our location DFW. there, you're listening to The Render Podcast, a business podcast for creatives. I'm Cam, and I'm a visionary leader who has failed and thrived through small business. I've been in the event industry and am wildly passionate about education for small businesses and teaching others through the mistakes we've made along the way. I hope you leave here refreshed, engaged, and ready to take on your company, making the next right decision. All right. Hello. Welcome into The Render Podcast. I'm your host, Cam, and owner of The Render Collective. Yes, you heard that right. We launched last week, literally a week ago today. We launched our brand new brand, and I'm so proud of it. Gosh, I'm so proud of it. And we've had so many DMs, emails, phone calls, texts, Tiff's Treats boxes. Shout out, Erin. Thanks so much, girl, with Event Societal. Um, but we've had such an outpour of people just being excited about it. If you missed it, last week we launched our new brand. So we've traditionally been under beautiful event rentals in this podcast, the Render Podcast. And back in February, we decided we wanted to do something different with the podcast and with the brand and with the events and all of the things. And so we decided to rebrand. And so we went from beautiful event rentals for the last eight years to being Render Events. Render Collective is the overall umbrella company. And so we have Render Events, Render Interiors, and Render Educate under Render Collective. And so the Render Podcast naturally fits under Render Educate. And so I'm excited that you're here. Thank you for tuning in another week. We have so many listeners around the world, and it just means so much to me that you guys are here. This week, if you saw on our story last week, I am sitting in our pillow room where I typically actually um, record these podcasts, but this week I decided to create like a little pillow fort, pillow pit area, and so I'm comfortable this week uh, talking to all of you. And just so you know, every time that I start a podcast episode, I really think about you. You who is listening to this episode, I really think about you guys, and I think about, hey, I remember being in a spot like that, and how can I speak into you guys and speak as if we're just sitting across the table at coffee or lunch, and so here we are. I'm excited to talk to you. Um, I would love for you guys to reach out on Instagram or with an email. Um, Our new podcast uh, handle on Instagram is at TheRenderEducate, and so we'd love for you to join us over there so we can just chit-chat with you a little bit more. And of course, as always, if you love this podcast, please do a review on Apple Podcasts. All right. Are we ready to get into today's recording? Um, I'm going to be talking about marketing, Instagram, how to connect all of your marketing efforts. I know that sometimes marketing can feel overwhelming, right? Am I right? Overwhelming. It can feel um, like this big thing that we have to overcome. It feels like it's changing all the time, which is not wrong. It does change all the time, Um, but it seems very overwhelming. Um, If you've been following us on Instagram or if you've been following my personal Instagram at Ms. Cam Alexandra, 
I have put out a few different posts just kind of asking my community, which is you and which is so many others, um, just asking, hey, what are you guys struggling with in business right now? Because I am actually creating another course because, you know, why not? I'm always trying to do something new um, called the uh, Creative Biz Academy. And I had talked with a few different people. I just had these, uh, you know, one-on-one coaching calls that were like 20 minutes long. I did them for free. If you want in on one of those, reach out to me, let me know. But I was doing these calls with people in the U.S. and Canada, all over the world. And one common thread kept coming up when I asked them, what is the number one struggle in your business right now? And then the follow-up, hey, has that struggle that you've had, has that been constant through your entire business? Or is this something that is just kind of a new thing? And 100% of every person that I talked to, which I talked to about nine or 10, every single one of them said marketing. Every single one. And I was not expecting that at all. I was expecting to hear, sure, marketing, but sales, how do I get in front of more people? You know, things like that. Like, how do I get in front of more paying customers? What do I give them? What do I need to have in my business? How do I sell to them? But every single one of them said marketing. And so I asked further, what do you mean by marketing? And they would say, well, Instagram and TikTok and all the social media platforms, they are changing constantly and there's always something new out there. And I just don't know how to kind of take that information and run with it. And then they also asked, you know, when I have content, what do I, what do I post? Like at the end of the day, what do I actually post? And so this episode is for all of you who struggle with marketing and just need a little help. And I am talking to you about this as an entrepreneur that is multifaceted. Um, I'm talking about this for the events industry, for Etsy shop owners, for anyone who feels like, hey, I have a small business. And I just need some help figuring out kind of my next steps. What what do I do next? Or how do I come up with content to do? And so um, I've listened to a few podcast episodes. I've checked out um, Instagram reels. I've I've checked out stories. I've checked out so many different resources to where I can uh, give you the best knowledge possible when it comes to this. I'm also taking our own market research of how we've, uh, you know, seen this happen. And so I'm excited to talk to you about it today. You are likely going to want to get out a pen and paper, or if you're like me, you might have a Slack channel, or you might have um, a note section on your phone. Whip that out real quick. Start typing away because I'm going to give you some really, really good tactics on how to do your marketing for your business. Okay. Are you ready? Are you here with me? Are you excited? I hope so because I know that I sure am. All right, here we go. So let's dive into content first, because I feel like that's kind of the first step. You have to have content to be able to post anything or to be able to do any type of marketing. But before we talk about content, that's like step one, but here's like the pre-step. You need to think about your ideal client avatar. Um, In Amy Porterfield's words, your ICA. What is your ICA? It's your ideal client avatar. So this is the person or group of people who you want to serve. So for um, this podcast, let's just give an example for this podcast. My ideal client or ideal client avatar, ICA, 
um, community, whoever that might be, is going to be entrepreneurs or leaders in small businesses. And so that is going to be anywhere from um, people in the events industry, like I've traditionally been in, people who um, own boutiques, uh, local brick and mortars, people who have online shops, people who have um, businesses that they are a small business and they're creative and they want to further that. So that's who I am serving. When it comes to my event business, my ideal client avatar is going to be wedding planners, DMCs, venues, and my actual paying clients, whether it be the bride, mother of the bride, um, my corporate client, anyone like that. And so understanding who is your ideal client avatar, your ICA, you need to understand that before you post because when you post, you're not just posting just to have a memory. Um, that is what your personal Instagram account is for or your personal TikTok or your personal whatever you want to choose. Um, I'm going to be talking a lot about Instagram today because I think it's one of the number one platforms to grow your business. Yes, there's Pinterest and it's also a huge growth, uh, growth form. There's also, um, LinkedIn, depending on your, who your ICA is, um, Facebook. I mean, there's so many different platforms, but I'm going to really hone in on Instagram I'm going to hone in on Pinterest and I'm going to hone in on what to post, when to post, how to post, and um, talking about, okay, when you do put something out content-wise, where do you put it then, okay? So here we go. ICA, define who that person is, and then you're going to want to do one of three to four things. You're going to want to either educate them, solve a problem, inspire them, or show a process to doing something, all right? So educate, solve a problem, inspire, or show a process. Those are the four main things that you're gonna want to show your clients or your ICA. So then we have so many different platforms to put it out on and we have certain content. Now this content is going to need to be um, tweaked and molded different ways. So I'm gonna take this podcast episode um, as an example for where to put this content, essentially, I'm going to tell you what we do next after we uh, record this podcast, but you need to fill in the blank for you. So you might think about, let's say you're in the wedding industry and your piece of content is, do, 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 do. what is your piece of content? Um, having a total brain fart right now. Let's say your piece of content is, um, wedding inspiration for 2021. So you are um, telling the future, you're telling people, hey, this is the inspiration for next year and how to put that together. Um, so that can come in the form of so many different things, blog posts, um, captions, images, you could do a video, you could do um, a voice memo, you can do so many different things. So it doesn't matter what your content is, but it does matter where you put it, how you put it, and what the content looks like, like what the actual um, material content is. So I'm going to tell you my example for this podcast episode. This podcast episode is about marketing for your small business. So I'm doing the content in uh, voice form through the podcast. And then I need to do something more than that. It can't just be a podcast episode that just goes to Apple and Spotify. So with that content, we are then going to create images that have to do with marketing for your small business. We are going to do a quick video 
Um, and this needs to be similar to what I'm talking to you about today on the podcast, just taking away a, a few key points. And then we're going to put that into a video form. Um, and then with those contents, we're going to also write a blog post. And so we're only doing a few things. We're recording a, a voice podcast episode. We are then going to write with words, <laughs> write a blog post. We're then going to have photos and then have a short video. So just four little things. But then we're going to break it apart a million different <laughs> ways. Or it feels like a million. It's not actually a million. Um, so with that information, we have the podcast episode that's the voice. It's not only going to live as a podcast episode. Sure, yes, it's going to be on Apple and Spotify, which is likely where you're listening to this right the second. But we're also going to take small little clips from it and we're going to embed it into a um, platform where we can make a little Instagram story out of it um, and attach words over it. Literally, the, the words that are coming out of my mouth right now are going to go into this little video clip. Um, we're also going to take little snippets of this and uh, put them aside because we can use it for, um, you know, a combination of different podcast episodes as a bonus episode later or whatever we want to do. So that's what we do with the audio. Now let's talk about the video. We are going to do a little video and we're going to be able to clip that up and put it in different places such as Instagram stories, Instagram reels, IGTV, in our Instagram live or in, in our feed. Um, we might be able to put some of it on our Pinterest page, on Facebook. Those are the different places where a video is going to be. And then you guys know this, but every Friday at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time, we go live on our Instagram stories to talk about the episode and talk about anything else that happened this past week. And so that's also another video form that has to do with this episode. And then we have a blog post. And so we're going to type up a summary of this podcast episode. And we're going to take little pieces of those and add them in for captions on our Instagram feed. We're going to take some of those and put it on um, multiple different images that might come up on our, in our Instagram stories. Um, we are going to put that as a little uh, caption or a mini blog post on LinkedIn. We're going to put it on Reddit. We're going to put it on Facebook. We're going to use it as captions on Pinterest. So multiple different places that we're going to use that. And in addition to the blog post, we're also going to take some of the quotes that I might say on this podcast and put those as um, places like on the blog post, we shout out a little um, clip or a, a quote from this podcast episode. Um, we're also going to use that in some of our captions on Instagram or, or any other place that we might be able to put it. So those are the different things. So you might think like, oh yeah, we're going to do this podcast episode, but we're also going to use that content and break it apart so many different ways. So you can do the same thing with anything else that you guys do. So we will take um, a product of ours, for example, like let's say the leather poof that my computer is sitting on right now. We're going to take that product and we're going to show photos of it with other product. We're going to put a video about it together. We're going to describe it. We're going to put it on our blog. We're going to put it on our website, Instagram, all over the place. And so what I want to talk to you about next is the different platforms and the reasons and the, the uh, know-how that you're going to need for each of these and kind of the 
um, why you put that in where you put it. So each of these little pieces, I'm going to talk about Instagram first, because like I said, I think it's the number one platform that you should be using for your business um, with the addition to others. So I would say pick three platforms and spend some time in those platforms. And then as you grow and as you continue to um, either hire people to help you with this or um, have a freelancer or have a VA or someone like that. You can add in different other platforms, but try to master two to three right now. So if I were if I were you, right the second, and I was trying to decide which platforms to use, I would say Instagram would be number one, Pinterest would be number two, and then it would either be a tie between LinkedIn or Facebook. That's just my opinion. Probably LinkedIn because you can share to Facebook from Instagram, and so it's kind of like you're doing four, but you're really only doing three. Okay, so let's dive into Instagram first. So if you are listening to this in real time, meaning you're not listening to this two years from the episode, um, you can take what I'm saying right now. If you're listening to this later, then I can't guarantee that everything I am going to say is going to last forever because it never does. But on Instagram, so if you were to go to your profile right now, first of all, you need to figure out what type of an account you want. There is going to be your personal account a creator account, or a business account. Business account is great for businesses that want to grow and scale their businesses. Creator account is uh, really great for inspiration um, or influencers. And then the personal account is great for just like sharing your pets or sharing your kids or anything like that. We have the Instagram business account for our businesses. I have the creator account for my personal account, just to give you an example. Hey there, are you a loyal listener of the Render Podcast? Do you love hearing from us each week? Well, we are bringing you opportunities to dive in deeper and get more out of this podcast. Starting at only $5 per month, you can unlock goodies like early access to podcast episodes, and private Ask Me Anything sessions. Well, to learn more about how you can support this podcast and get some benefits while you're at it, head to patreon.com backslash render educate. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com backslash r-e-n-d-e-r-e-d-u-c-a-t-e. Patreon.com backslash render educate. All right, back to the episode. So that's going to be your first choice. And if you don't know how to get there, go to your Instagram page. I've got my phone up right now, so I can tell you exactly where to go. There is three little dashes up in the upper uh, right-hand corner on your profile. You're going to click on that and go to settings. And then settings is going to take you to account. And then you can choose what type of account you want. At the bottom, there's little blue words that says switch to uh, creator, switch to personal, switch to business. So from there, you're going to then set that account up the way that you need to uh, set it up. The other thing while we're on your profile page is you're going to want to go to your bio and you can go to edit profile and then go to your bio. You're going to want to say exactly what you do in as few words as possible. You're also going to want to link that to somewhere else. So if you have Um, a website, if you have a landing page or anything, you want to be able to put a, a, uh, whatever it's called, a website right there. And so for us, for example, we put in our name, we don't actually put our business name in 
the name section. We want to put um, what we do. All right, so if we're taking our business account, the render events, which is my business, we are going to go to edit profile. And in the name, this is a great SEO place to put what do you do, not just your business name. So for example, I have specialty event rentals, and then I have our location DFW. And then we have the, our username, obviously, and then our website, that needs to go directly to my website. And then for our bio, we're going to say we do rentals, floral, and customization in Dallas, Texas. Here is also our sister brands, Render Interiors and Render Educate. So that's what we have. So this is a great place to show people exactly what you do as soon as possible and then redirect them to any other place that you want to go. And then on the upper left-hand corner, there's a little plus sign, and it gives you multiple different options to post. So this is after you have your content, where and how are you going to put it where it goes? So the very first one you have is post. This is what goes to your feed. And if I'm going to give you any type of advice right now, I'm going to say this is going to be like your third or fourth on the list of what you want to do with your profile on a daily basis. So in your feed, this is a great place to show your aesthetic of your business, kind of like a quick portfolio. This is where you just want to show um, like at first glance, first impression, who are you as a business? Or if you're taking this for your personal brand or an uh, influencer brand, what do you want people to see first? Because if you are going to put any binge worthy content out there on stories or reels or anywhere else, they're likely, you're, you're going to want them to come back to your profile because that's how they get to your website. But when they come to your pro portfolio or your profile, those first six photos that are in the feed are going to be what they see very first before they do a little, you know, tap scroll thing. So those first six to nine photos are super important to show the aesthetic of the business that you are creating. So that is where your feed is. So if you're going to post a feed, I would recommend anywhere from like one, two, or three times a week at max. I used to say post like every day on your feed. However, the algorithm on Instagram currently as it sits today is not putting a priority on your feed. So I wouldn't say it's like the most important thing to post, but you do want to be posting. You don't want like your last post to be three months ago. So I'd say like at least once a week and at max like three, maybe four times a week. Um, with that, you're going to want to take your caption and create like a mini, um, mini blog post or like a mini um, long written form on there. But you're going to want to edit this outside of Instagram. Don't write it within Instagram because it doesn't allow you to um, really like make the enters, like the spaces in between paragraphs. And so you're going to want to edit this like in your notes section or online or something like that. And you're going to want to start that caption with a statement or a question. All right. So start this caption with a attention grabbing statement or a question. Because perhaps if this is the first thing that someone sees on their feed, and if you're like me, you're going to scroll for like two seconds to see what feed photos are there. But if this happens to be first, they're going to see your caption and that needs to be attention grabbing for them to click that read more button, right? So for example, you might have a question that says like, doesn't this resonate with you? And then they're like, huh, what, what would resonate with me? I want to learn more. Or you might put a, um, 
really strong statement out there of what you believe or what you um, want to say that is going to intrigue them enough to click the read more and read more of your, your post. In addition to this, the only, really the only way to reach more people with your feed is going to be doing the hashtags. Now, the hashtags are like mini SEO. And if you know anything about SEO on your website, that's the way that Google finds you. So hashtags are going to be the SEO version of how people find your feed posts in the Explore. So you're going to hashtag those every single time. Otherwise, they're not going to be seen by anyone. If you do a little test on your Instagram, go do a test of not hashtagging anything and maybe only putting a question as your first statement. And then try the same thing. Don't hashtag or hashtag everything and either add a quote or, or just do like a normal post and see which one does better. I'm going to probably gather and guess that the one with hashtags and the attention-grabbing statement or question is going to do much better than the one that doesn't have that. You're also going to want to do um, like enter or spaces in between your um, your caption paragraphs because you're going to want people to scroll faster and people like reading little nuggets of information, not a big long paragraph. All right. So that's the feed. If you're on that plus sign and you have the different options, that's the post. So the next one is going to be your story and story highlight. Now you can post directly to story highlights and it's going to show up on your story or you can post a story and then save it to story highlights later. So if you are not understanding what story highlights are, if you see your main page, your bio and your your account, you're going to see little circles at the top that say highlight or perhaps you already have them filled in and so um, you don't see the word highlight or new. But there is different little sections. So for example, for our business one, we just launched our new brand and so we have one that says secret. We have one that says floral and plants, one that says corporate design team, new community education and podcast. And so that's a place where we can take those stories and save them for the longer than 24 hours that a story normally is. So then we have the story, which is only going to be up for 24 hours. This means that you can put any content up there for a short period of time. And if you choose to save that for people to see longer, then you can put it in those highlights. And so your stories, when it comes to anything that you post on stories, this is really only going to be maintaining your relationships with your current followers. So whatever number you have of followers, they're not all going to see your story because of the stinking algorithm. But this is a place where you can really mold that relationship that with you that you have with your followers. And so you're going to want to show like behind the scene uh, footage or videos or anything like that. And so if you follow our Render Educate Instagram profile on Friday, which is the day that I'm recording this, I posted a little Instagram story of, hey, this is what our podcast recording studio looks like today. It's just a whole bunch of pillows on the ground. Um, And by the way, I'm still very comfortable on him. And so this is a great place for you to just show the behind the scenes of what it looks like as a day in the life of you and your business. Um, This is also a great place to just show like as things are happening, like your processes or um, what's coming new or anything like that. So stories is just a great place to maintain that relationship. And then you have IGTV. Um, This is a great place for long form content. So if you have an Instagram post that has your um, feed and it has like that long 
um, mini uh, blog post style caption, this IGTV is going to be the video format of that content, that caption that you wrote. And so this is also kind of a behind the scenes or informative. It shouldn't be like a professionally done video unless you're going to do that for a marketing piece. And so this is just a great place to have conversation. Now, when you go to stories, you have the option to do a live story or a live feed. And so with that live feed, you can then put that on IGTV and uh, you can keep it on your stories. So that's a great place for IGTV. Um, It's been around probably for, I don't know, four or five years or so, but it only became more popular in the last year or two. Um when IGTV came out to begin with, they had that little um, icon with the like TV with the little, you know, thing in the middle. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> but they had that up at the at the top, kind of like where they do with reels now. And um, I remember seeing it and it used to be like the black and white screen that would like show up. And I don't know, it's just funny. Um, but now it's more popular. And so that would be kind of lower on the totem pole when it comes to priority of posting. And then let's talk about reels because reels is one of the most important things that you can do for your business right now based on the algorithm that Instagram is putting together for it. So as you know, the algorithm changes all the time. And so that for stories and your feed, when you post, Instagram is not going to show it to everybody on your um, following list. And it's not going to be shown to any anyone really further than your reach. And so, but your reels right now, Instagram posted or started this reels back in uh, August, I believe, or maybe the beginning of September or so. And they essentially are wanting people to come back to their platform because TikTok was taking everybody. And it's like the TikTok version of, um, or the reels is the Instagram version of TikTok. And so TikTok, um, you know, at the beginning of quarantine, grabbed so many people's attention with those short videos. And more recently, Instagram Reels started with only the 15-second videos, but they extended to 30 seconds. And I wouldn't be surprised if they extended to the 60 seconds that TikTok gives you at some point. I don't know when. Um, but Reels is going to be really incredible for reaching as many people as possible. I'll share with you guys a little bit about um, kind of our stats when it comes to that. And so recently we posted just an actual photo of our rebrand, which is typically one of the bigger ones that uh, we see a reach when we launch something really big. And so, for example, our render post, it reached 200 uh, profile visits. We had 124 likes on it and it reached 1,800 people. Whereas our reels, one of the ones recently we had 20 or 2,880 people. Let's see if I can see more. Maybe not. 152 um, little hearts. We had a whole bunch of comments. We had 100 and, or 2,880 people see it, which is way more than one of our most popular posts. And so the reels is going to be really incredible when it's coming to so many people. And this is something that is more organically shown. If you type in a um, hashtag or if you type in anything under explore, it's going to show you reels first because Instagram is really wanting to show the real reels. (laughs) 
you see what I did there? The real reels. And so the main thing when it comes to content, when you're going to put the reels out there is going to be, you want to grab their intention within three seconds of them seeing it. You can't take very long to get to the point of the reel, especially since you only have 15 to 30 seconds to record and you can record straight in the platform. However, if you use the business account, you cannot add music to it right this second. And the main reason for that is because there is music licensing and big companies like Nike or um, Target, they don't want people at those companies to be making Instagram reels using licensed music to create like an ad. And so they don't allow that for business accounts right now. However, they do for creator or personal accounts. So if you have a business account and you want to do reels, perhaps you need to do the music outside of the app. All right. There is multiple different platforms that you can do that. You can do it on your computer. You can do it on any uh, video editing platform like Vimeo or something for your phone. But that's the only kind of downside to it for a business platform. But I would say when it comes to your reels, you're going to want to post more often to reels than you are to stories, uh, a post, or IGTV. Now, if you don't want to do reels a ton because it does take some time to edit it and get it to like a really cool thing, then stories is going to be your second priority. But your number one priority needs to be Instagram reels when it comes to Instagram. Now, I talked about Pinterest being another platform that you share your content on, and that is very important as well because it's going to be organically searched, especially if it is intriguing content. Pinterest is so overloaded with so many images, and I know that when I'm going to Pinterest to search for inspiration for a client or anything like that, it's oftentimes I cannot find what I'm looking for because it's so inundated with so many different images all over the place. And so if you have intriguing content, if you have things that you think are going to be um, trending or people are going to want to see it, you're going to want to put it out on Pinterest as soon as possible. And you're going to tag those posts with how your idle client or someone who's going to be trying to find that would search for that product. All right. So if you're going to put out, um, let's say, a lounge area for a wedding, or maybe you're putting out a garden lush uh, arrangement for a wedding or something like, like that, your ideal client, the person that you want to see that image on Pinterest, you're going to want to tag it the same way that someone would search to find that image. So you might put um, lush garden bouquet as your um, tag, or you might put wedding lounge you know, just wedding lounges or lounge for a wedding or like something like that. So you're going to want to post and tag the way that your ideal client is going to be searching for that content. All right. That is Pinterest. And you're going to want to Pinterest um, things that are already posted on your blog. Um, I'm not going to spend a ton of time on blog. I'll spend a little bit of on blog. So your blog, you need to be posting once a week, um, if not more, to your blog. And those blog areas, you're going to want to have concrete content, you're going to have reputable content, and you're going to want to have images or video on that blog so that you can share those videos or images to Pinterest and link Pinterest to your blog that's going to get people to your website and be buying from you. So you're going to have a blog post. If you can't commit to once a week, do once a month or once every other week. 
don't kill yourself over trying to get as much content out there. But every single week or every single month, depending on your lifestyle and how you work, you're going to want to be able to post something on your blog to then link to Pinterest to then show on your Instagram account to then put either on Facebook or LinkedIn or whatever platform that you want. But if you're in the events industry or you're in a highly visual business, Pinterest and Instagram are going to be your number one key tools to use for marketing your business at all. Now, you can use those platforms completely for free. You do not have to pay for content for it to be searched or to have it show up. However, this is with an asterisk, however, if you want to reach more people or if you have very, very, very good content that you know is going to be helpful and is going to give you more business, you may consider doing an ad. Yep, I said it. You're going to want to consider doing an ad if you have something that is reputable and you want to put it out into the world to have more people see it. That being said, not every single piece of content that you have needs to have an ad. I have so many students who are like, oh, I need an ad for every single thing I do. No, you don't. You don't need an ad for every single thing that you put out there. But if there is something that you think um, that is going to help somebody or change somebody's life or um, be something that you're selling, you should probably do an ad. Like if you have a big sale that you're doing or something like that, you should probably do an ad. Um, I have done Facebook and Instagram ads and Pinterest ads in the past, and they've been incredible for us. When we sold our course, the Rental Biz Academy, we used ads and um, got to reach a ton of people and had so many people join our webinars and our free content and now listen to the podcast. Maybe you're one of those. And it has been so helpful for those people. And it cost me just a little bit, but it's giving so many people free, free, free content. So when it comes to ads, if you're going to do an ad on Facebook or Instagram, it needs to go to Facebook ads. And then you can choose for it to go to Instagram as well. But you cannot do ads through Instagram unless you are doing an ad on already pre-posted content, if that makes any sense. Um, Also, the analytics when it comes to when you do it through Facebook ads to do an Instagram ad, the analytics are better and you can reach more people when you do it that way versus just promoting a post on Instagram. There's those two different ways. You can promote a post or you can do like a traditional ad. I'd recommend the traditional ad because you're going to get um, more out of it and more bang for your buck, essentially. And so when it comes to ads, you're going to want to obviously have good content, but think of your content in story format and in feed format, because that's the two different ways that they are going to be doing the ad. And you're going to want to make sure that they are sized correctly and that you're getting to the point as soon as possible. Because now you know how, I don't know if you guys remember, but way back when, Um, you didn't know if something was an ad or if it was a normal feed, but now there's that little sponsored word that is on there. And sometimes as a consumer of social media, I will just kind of bypass those because I know it's an ad unless they grab my attention within the first like two to three seconds. So if you're doing an ad, make sure whatever content you're putting out there shows exactly what you do, what you want them to know from your ad within the first two to three seconds. 
And if it's a if it's a video and it has sound, you're going to want to make sure there are words on the screen because oftentimes, if you're anything like me as a consumer or you as a consumer, our consumers of those ads likely won't have their sound on unless they turn it on because something is intriguing. Okay, so you want to be able to grab their attention quickly and have words on that image or video. So when it comes to ads, that's a great way to do it. It will walk you step by step and it will show you, hey, for these different reasons, like with the ad, you can either send them to your um, website, you can send them to follow you, you can send them to a blog post, you can send them so many different places. And so it'll show you exactly what those are. It's actually very easy to do a Facebook ad, even though it might seem scary. Um, if you are interested in a Facebook ad, I'm happy to jump on a coaching call and show you exactly what that is and how to pick a great ad for you. So just let us know. Um, so in addition to that, um, you can do Pinterest ads and it's very similar. You're going to pick the image or video that you want to uh, do. It does have to be pre uh, loaded into Pinterest as in it's already populated. You can't just add something new to Pinterest to do an ad. And so you're going to have to post something and then go to ads or analytics at the top and then drop down to ads and then do an ad that way. Both Instagram and Facebook and Pinterest when it comes to ads have all done very well and very similar in the analytics that come after it. And so when it comes to all of those and I see all the insights afterwards, they're all very, very competitive on all of that. So I don't think one is necessarily better than the others, um, but I would say they're going to reach different audiences than like my Instagram audience likely might not find my stuff on Pinterest. I don't know. Maybe it does. Maybe if you if you found our ad on Pinterest and Instagram, DM us, please, because I want to know. But anyways ads are great, but ads should be done for binge-worthy content that people are going to really want to uh, listen to that. So for example, this podcast episode of marketing, we're going to likely do a really good blog post on it and have good content around that. And I know that so many people could use this episode and uh, gain a lot of knowledge from it. So we likely will do an ad for this podcast episode because I know it's binge-worthy content that people can use and apply to their business right now. So here's my challenge for you after listening to this podcast episode. I want you to go and brainstorm some binge-worthy content right now. Like literally right after following this episode, I want you to go right now and go grab a notebook and a pen or put it in a note section on your phone. Or um, if you're like us, we use Asana. And so Asana is a great platform where you can do project management. And so I put all of my ideas for episodes in Asana. But put it somewhere. And I want you to uh, come up with all this content. Like, let's start with five. Five pieces of content that you can create some content around, meaning a blog post. If you have a podcast, do a podcast. You certainly don't need one, though. Um, if you want to do a uh, Pinterest post, if you want to do any type of content, I would highly recommend that you take some time do a little research on what that is, and then start writing the, the content. Then take photos, then put it everywhere it needs to go. All right, I hope this has been so helpful for you guys. Um, I really enjoyed getting to talk about this. It's now been 42 minutes, and 
Um, I was planning on this being like a 20 to 30 minute podcast episode, but here we are. I hope it's been helpful for you. I would love it if you love this podcast to go and leave us a review on Apple. It shows other people who want to come listen to the podcast episode that is a worthy podcast episode to listen to. We also do this podcast episode for free, absolutely for free. And we would love for you guys to be a part of that um, and get this content weekly. And so check out that Patreon link that I talked about earlier. Um, Check out our reviews. Leave one if you feel called to. And then we would love to see you and uh, be around each other and, uh, you know, talk with you over on Instagram. So go follow at The Render Educate. And we will talk soon, friend. Thanks for joining in and have a great week. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. Remember, we are here every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Central Standard Time on Apple and Spotify. But if you want to join us over in the Instagram world at The Render Podcast, we would love that. We like to catch you up on what's coming up next. And if you didn't know, we will show up live on Fridays at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time to unpack this episode just a bit further. We also just genuinely want to connect with you, so I want to see you over there on Instagram. But hey, if you liked this episode, would you mind leaving a quick review on Apple? Apple likes to see it when their listeners engage by leaving a review so more can hear about this podcast. So right now I'm asking you to leave a quick review. I'd also love to see what you're loving about this podcast and what you want to hear more of, so mention that while you're there. See you soon, friend, in another episode on The Render Podcast.